Listening to the Kelly Slusher Show with your host, Kelly Slusher. Welcome to Spaceway. Please scan your first item. Boop. $1.99. Have you scanned your club card? Boop. Club card scanned. Boop. $1.43. Boop. $10.101. Boop. Two bucks and some change. Boop. $84.50. Five cents savings. Please press the button of how you would like to pay. Please insert coins first in our fancy coin collector. Then insert your crispy bills face down with a face face in your feet. Please take your change and get the hell out. Thank you for shopping at Spaceway. Hey, y'all. What do you think of that skit I just did? That's right. That's my called self-check skit because anytime I am in the self-check, which I use quite frequently, I just laugh because I think it's funny. And what about those people that like to bogart? Is that the right word? I don't think that's the right word. I used to, I do like to use the word bogart, but I looked it up recently. It doesn't mean what I think it means. Um, but those people that try to push you out of the way because it's they're more important. It's their turn. It's their turn. And you're like, you know how many times I've been like, at the self-check and there's like a line of people when I was at Lowe's the other day and I felt this guy he was just like definitely wanting to like be where I was he just had zero patience and you know I think we're all noticing this in the world it doesn't matter seeing where I live this seems to be an issue so the guy was like you could tell he wanted to be you know he was like gonna edge over like I was I was bagging up my my treasures no the things I needed from Lowe's and and I just kind of look at him like you know like back off you gotta back off you know and he just like sets his stuff down like it's not a big deal and I'm like hey this is my bubble I'm still here you know I'm still I'm you're still there can we just have like can you just wait a few more like 30 seconds before like pushing someone out out of the way Um, But yeah, so I did a little animation for that self-check. It's on my Instagram. It's actually on my YouTube channel. I do have a Kelly Slusher Show YouTube channel, which I will be putting more and more of this stuff up. And if you're enjoying these, please let me know. And I have heard some feedback and I'm enjoying making these. I also have a mixed cloud. Now I'm calling it Kelly Slusher Spins for You. So I spin music that I like. It's really, right now, I keep going to the same genres of like electro pop, um, uh, what do you call it? Indietronica, um, indie pop. It's it's just the genre that I, I guess I just, I, I like to have more upbeat music. And um, it's just fun to, it's actually really fun to DJ that music. Um, especially since I don't think that enough people, you know, play enough of that, you know, like when you're, you know, how many times are you going to hear the same classic rock songs? Seriously. When is that going to change? Like on the radio, it's like scroll, 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 same old, same old, same old. There are so many bands that have released music from when music first started being recorded to right now, this very moment that why is it they play the same songs? It's just I always find it so crazy. But then you have these people who are, it must be their comfort zone where they're like, they just play it and they're fine. They're fine with hearing the same thing over and over again. I get bored. I need to hear something new. I need, that's maybe just me. But I think that people could expand a little bit in what they listen to. That's just my opinion. 
And I will admit I'm feeling a little ornery today. It's true. Um, just one of those days. I think I drink too much coffee. And I don't know. My life is just so crazy right now. It's this, I'm in a transition, full transition. And um, I see where I'm going and I'm super excited about it. But in the interim part, it's a little bit tricky and I got to just keep making these podcasts and just keep doing the things that I love. This is basically, you know, the goal is to be doing more of this stuff. So I'm just going to keep doing it. One time when I lived in New York, I would hang out with my friend Kevin and I have a feeling Kevin might be listening because I, he lives in Germany now. I have a feeling, Kevin, if you're listening to this podcast or any of my podcasts, you should reach out and say you are. But anyway, he was my fun, fun friend. Uh, we used to just, we would have so much fun just being total goofballs living in New York. And when you live in New York, you can to- you can absolutely have so much fun because there's always so many different little things going on. And so I have a lot of stories back from that time in my life. There was this one time we were hanging out in the East Village and it was midday. There wasn't, I remember there wasn't a whole lot going on, I don't think, because sometimes during a certain time of day, you know, there's just less people out. It's probably like four o'clock. So we were in this, we were drinking a, I remember we were both having like a beer and we were sitting in this weird random, I don't know, I guess it was a bar or something, but nobody was in there and there was no music playing. And we're in the window and I was like, hey, Kevin, let's let's pretend, let's see who comes in here. Let's pretend that we are having the time of our life, that this is the most popping off the charts place. And you couldn't really see into the place. because like, I don't know, it was kind of dark. You could see us. And so we started, you know, oh, like acting like, and we were miming, like we weren't even talking. We're like, you know, we're doing this like gesturing, like we're partying, we're talking, we're having a good time. There was no music, so it was completely quiet. And there was nobody in there, probably the worker somewhere. But so we're just like pretending we're having this party and this group of people walk by, they see us. They come through the door and then they see us like miming, but we, we kept it up. And we were laughing because it was an experiment to see, hey, could we make people think this place was happening? And they, we did. And then they walked out. <laughs> like, oh, what's happening there? So I always thought that was really funny, like these social experiments that you can do with people and, and how people think. And I mean, we all do it. You know, we all want to be part of something that's, you know, hip and happening. But yeah. And I was in a restaurant the other day and it was at night. And it was a Mexican restaurant and they were serving margaritas. And I was thinking about this, like once there's alcohol introduced, it just gets so loud and it, and, and people's volume goes up and I wasn't drinking. So I was noticing it even more, but people's volume goes up and it sound it sounded just like this. Okay, I think it was a little bit louder than that. That's actually a sample that I recorded when I was out one time and I would think I was sitting by myself. I was like, I'm gonna record the loud people talking. So, um, feeling ornery today. Yes, yes, yes. I went to this new place. It was a cafe and I wanted to just do some work and be in the cafe, but I went in, it was kind of weird. 
bought myself my thing and then I sit down and I was like, I don't like the vibe here. I, I'm such a vibe person, like I gotta feel it. And, ah, oh, man, this, and then, anyway, so I go to into observing mode when I like to just stare, I like not stare at people, but I like to observe people. Cause you know, I do comedy, of course, you're listening to this. I do, um, you know, I'm also an actor. So I think comedians and actors probably observe, I think most people do maybe, I don't know. But I think that there's an, a, level, a level of observation that happens more when you do things because it's almost like you constantly are looking for material. So anyway, um, I was in there and this lady and she was one of those ladies and I know it's like the Debbie Nancy so I do Debbie Nancy because I find these women incredibly annoying so she was um, it was just two women at the table and I, I, I know the reason why I didn't like the vibe is because I know those are the people that occupy that place I just I'm like oh, oh it's that lady so this nice barista comes out and she serves the customer her like hands it to her her cappuccino and the lady's like mm, excuse me i ordered a dry cappuccino this is wet a dry cappuccino there is no milk in the espresso and you know what it was the way she said it and the girl takes it back and she's like okay well you know so she gives it back to the guy and i guess he made it she goes and she comes back out and she's like you know he, he did his best and i'm thinking he probably did his best the first time but she decided it wasn't dry enough the dry cappuccino I need a dry cappuccino. And because I was a I was a customer, I wanted to walk up there and be like, you know, do you have to talk to people that way? Like they're morons? You know what, you need, this is how you say it. Oh, excuse me, I ordered a dry cappuccino and I was wondering if I could get it with less milk in it because that's how I like it. That's all you have to say. You don't have to talk to people. Oh, you know, I'm better than you. And excuse me, <laughs> there's just like my pet peeve, you know, like. And how many times I've worked in restaurants with, you know, I've done tons of customer service. I do not like doing customer service. I don't like anything like that now because of that stuff. But however, I do fantasize about being a business owner. I would love to open a cafe someday and maybe a bakery. Anyway, that's kind of like down the road. Like I think about that stuff. And if I'm the owner, I can just be like, mm, we don't have to listen to you. <laughs> I say that now. No, but you don't. When you're the owner, you're like, ah, whatever. You know, you gotta compromise like your employees for a little bit of money. Anyway, let's check this one out. Because your kiss, your kiss is on my list. Because your kiss, your kiss, I can't resist. Because your kiss is on my list. The best things in life. Because your kiss, your kiss is on my list. Because your kiss, your kiss, I can't resist. Because your kiss is on my list. I turn out the light. Okay, I'm sorry if that's offensive. I don't know. I know there are people who have lisps, but it just came randomly. I was doing something else yesterday. I had this other idea, and then I saw this like... I saw this karaoke of your kisses on my li lips. And I thought it'd be funny if I sang it, your kisses on my lisp. I'm sorry, is that offensive? I don't know. It's a joke, it's a bad joke. I'm gonna play it anyway. 
Um, I don't think so, because I know, you know, people who have who have had that and they don't have it anymore. It's kind of cute, you know? He's kind of cute. It's his army list. Is it wrong? Let's listen to this. Is your cat dry? I mean, really, really dry? Flaky dry? No. Well, introducing cat lotion. The lotion that's only made for cats. It replenishes, it rehydrates. You're a funny, furry little friend. Why wait when your cat's all dried up? This lotion really works. Cats love it, preferred by cats and human owners who are tired of looking at their itchy cat. All dried up. Replace your cat now with cat lotion. You know, I do a lot of improv when I do in these most of these skits. Like sometimes I'll have a, a very specific idea, but then sometimes I just start recording. And that was probably one of them because it's I don't know where cat lotion came from because that's kind of silly because cats have fur so they can't really have lotion. So something recently that I saw a little documentary on was on jesters. And it's strange because it, it did pop up on my YouTube and then it, the same one popped up on my friend's YouTube. And so we were able to talk about it. We thought that was kind of weird. But in other days, like in the medieval days, I would have totally been a jester. I just, I know it. And so I feel totally connected to jesters, I guess, in some way. But there were so many different kinds of jesters. So I found that really fascinating. And there were some that were, oh, really kind of close like pretty much close to the king in the court and then there were some that were just like lower grade and those were the ones i guess if this is true they wore like the the jester kind of hat those were kind of more of like the street performers and they had female jesters they had um which i thought was interesting because you didn't really think that right right um but so there's a lot more i have to really say about the jesters is you had the different kinds and the ones that were really close to the court. And those, they were the ones that were super loved. And there was this one, he was like a, he would fart. Like he would, like this king thought it was really funny and have the one jester come and just like fart for him. I'm not making that up. So, because you know, farts are funny, which is true. And that stuff is super funny, but I'll get back to that. I have something to say about that. Anyway, so um, this is the part that really disturbed me and I couldn't stop thinking about it. And um, I, I kept mentioning it because I was talking about it with my friends and I kept saying this. They're like, boy, that really, that must have really uh, been a, affected you. And I'm like, yeah, no, it did. So, I mean, I just, made, I just, just can't even believe how hard it would be. So you've got some of the jesters, they had such an incredibly hard job because if they did not please the king, they could be killed. You know, just, oh, go kill them because they're not funny. Off with their head or whatever they do. Put them in prison. Torture them. Um, so you had, and you had to be intelligent. You had to, you had, there's so many things that you had to have in order to be a jester. Some people, some of the jesters actually had way more power and they were the ones who could make fun of the king. And they were the ones who had, you know, like comedy can like, like not be touched in a way. You could say things that wouldn't been okay to say. And that's completely true with like comedy and comedians now. But the thing that I found the most disturbing was that in wartime, so the jester would be the one that would get the message from the enemy and bring it back to the king. 
And there were times that the king did not like what the message was, and they would basically stick the jester in a cannon and shoot them uh, to the, you know, out of the cannon. My friends said they heard it differently, that they catapulted them. Regardless, that's terrible. <laughs> that's just awful. Like, it's not their fault. You know, why would you just, like, like the... Oh, man. So, um, of course, they were joking, like, oh, that was you in a past life, you know? I'm like, I think so. I think I was shot out of a cannon <laughs> for saying the wrong thing. <laughs> Maybe that's why I'm afraid to say things, you know? If I say the wrong thing, they're going to shoot me out of a cannon but that just seems so bad like what if you're the jester and they're like hey so tell the king this and they're like oh i don't want to tell him i think i'd like have to lie or something wouldn't you like say something they'd want to hear so you didn't get shot out of the cannon but you'd probably end up getting in trouble anyway but that's where don't shoot the messenger must come from don't shoot the messenger they're just giving you a message it has nothing to do with them Are you tired of that sound? Well, introducing computers, precision, electronic paper, spell check, clicking sounds, addicting, cool box shape, software and hardware, available in the far, far future or the next few days. So I made that many years ago because, okay, I thought it would be silly to just be like, oh, computers an ad for computers. You'd never hear that. But it reminded me of when I was a kid, my family, never, we didn't have a computer and um, I wanted one really bad. And so I made it out of paper and I can just still remember it. Like I made the, the shape of the box, like the monitor, made that out of paper, like full on, like the, like the kind that you would get from, you know, like a notebook. So I had the white lines on it, or not the white lines, it had the blue lines on it. And I cut it out and then I made, then I took the keyboard and I made individual keys out of paper. And I was just like, you know, I just sit there and be like, pretend I was like typing and I was like way into it. And I do think it's kind of funny now because I really enjoy having, of course, I love having a computer. I don't know if everyone feels that same way, but it's, I, it was like a thing that we didn't have and now as you know as an adult it's like oh yeah computers but you know maybe we're all really obsessed with computers but what is that why are we so obsessed um i think i'm gonna make this a little bit shorter but um so i also want to talk which i haven't talked about my dad my dad when i went to arizona I went to um, there for a few months and I lived close, I actually lived in my parents' house. And that happened because I went kind of bonks, like I went berserks. Um, because I was living up in an area and I was working, I had my own little thing going on and, but it was like, I, oh my gosh, I just had to drive everywhere and I wasn't doing what I really wanted to do and I really couldn't stand where I was living and I was living really far out. and. Um, I was making pretty good money, but I spent a lot on gas and food and it got super expensive. So I just like literally lost it. I was like, I can't do this anymore because I'm a creator. I want to be spending my time creating. I want to be spending and that it's actually what instigated to do this, this full podcast and to grow this because it's really what I want to do. I'm an, you know, I'm also a musician, but, um, I really wasn't playing music and I was really kind of this, uh, slave to, 
just survival. And I know a lot of people can relate to that because it got super expensive. And um, so I was working a ton and my job was super hard and I drove, was driving all the time. So, and I hated where I was living. Like I liked, there was aspects I liked about it, but there was a huge thing with the people, the I was renting this place and it was on this property and the people were just ridiculous. Um, and there was a tone of, what was it? It was like a, it was just like this, it had a feeling that they didn't have my best intentions. And so I always kind of felt like on pins and needles that, oh, they're going to like, not that they would evict me, but just really mess with me. And I don't like that. Who likes that? I really didn't like that. So anyway, I went bonks and I told my parents, my dad had just broke his hip and he's 80s something. And so I went, oh, I got to go see my dad. So I went bonks because I went crazy, not wanting to continue to just like barely survive and just work all the time. I went to my parents and I, I went to a different state. I went to Arizona from California and hung out with my dad and my mom. And I got to spend this very valuable time with my dad. And it was absolutely amazing. I was there for two months and realized that there was no way I was gonna be able to stay in the Phoenix metropolitan area. That was not for me, not my place. I'm such a California girl. I'm just, I love the West Coast. I need to be near water. I mean, I can go on on trees and grass. So anyway, what I'm trying to say is that I was spent all this time with my dad and he would basically eat ice cream all day long, like all day long. We calculated that he goes through 200 ice cream cones a month at least. And maybe six cones a day, but I'm going to have to say probably more than that because he was constantly eating ice cream cones and he's so, he's really cute. Like he is much littler. He's actually littler than me. And he used to be this really big dude. And anyway, he's got this little pot belly, but he's super skinny too. So he thinks he's getting fat, but I don't think that's what it is. Um, so anyway, he, he just would eat tons and tons of ice cream and then he would, has this little pot belly and then he drips ice cream on it and then his shirt's kind of like halfway buttoned wrong and his whole world is ice cream. And it's just, it, it's so weird when that happens where you, somebody who was once, uh, you know, he, he had his, he, he you know, he was a regular, no, he wasn't regular, my dad, there's nothing regular about my dad, but he was an adult, you know, adulting and now he's like, I just want ice cream. I want the brown, he called us, I want the brown kind. I'm like, you mean chocolate? So then I used to bake cakes for him and he loved the chocolate cake that I made. And I, there's this really awesome vanilla cake I made. And then we would just hang out and it was really special. And I'm just gonna have to fly there. Came back to California. So anyway, I'm gonna wrap up the show. Thanks for listening. There's this song that I'm playing in the background and it is a little sample song, sample a song that I made with a bunch of samples and it's one of my favorite ones. I actually made a bunch of these songs. I really love doing the sample thing. Um, the goal and the desire and the vision is that I make my own samples and then do those type of things. Cause I, you know, you can hear in the background, I really like a lot of these interesting beats and stuff. And, you know, I use a lot of samples, um, right currently of other people's stuff. Some of it's mine, but, um, the ones that are the most predominant, this guy named, he goes by Seth Says, 
And I, anyway, he offers all this free content, like free, um, you can just use his samples. Actually, I have all, everything that on here is free samples. But um, I do that until I'm actually making my own samples, but you know. But anyway, um, yeah, thanks for listening. All right, bye you guys.